you are listening to Win Win, a podcast brought to you by the global nonprofit Win, Women in Innovation. Each episode features inspiring innovators from the startup world, innovation consultancies, and Fortune 500 companies who share their innovation secrets and career trajectories every Monday. As for me, I'm your host, Zoya Kozakov, global marketing lead at Win by night and product manager and university level faculty by day. In a year where our space and design has been a catalyst and a challenger as millions of people have stayed home, I'm very excited to speak to Amanda Ramos, Principal and Innovation Director at Gensler. Gensler is a global architecture, design, and planning firm with 48 locations and more than 6,000 professionals networked across Asia, Europe, Australia, the Middle East, and Americas. According to the company, Gensler designers strive to make the places people live, work, and play more inspiring, more resilient, and more impactful. So, how do you innovate? According to Amanda, innovation in space transcends digital and physical. In fact, it draws on the human needs, taking into account and empathizing with the end user above all. But it doesn't end there. As Amanda built up Gensler's innovation practice, she focused on collaboration, inclusivity, and creativity, drawing from interdisciplinary practices, whether that is graphic design, interior, or industrial design. Amanda's work spans from workplace prototypes for large corporations to strategic development for exhibitions. It also touches upon campus blueprints and R&D initiatives as our place in the innovation redefines how we think about the notion of space. Please join me in today's conversation with Amanda, a true pioneer, woman in innovation, and member of WIN's Advisory Council. Hi, Amanda. Welcome to the WIN-WIN podcast. Hi, Zoya. It's wonderful to be here. Thank you for having me. The pleasure is all ours. So today, I'm very excited to chat further with you about your immensely impressive career in the innovation industry and about the day-to-day of being a principal and an innovation director at Gensler. So for basics, what is Gensler and what background did you have that helped you get your start at the firm? So Gensler is a design firm and what's exciting, I came to the firm with a background in architecture and there are a lot of architects and a lot of interior designers within the firm. But what was really exciting to me about joining the firm was that there are so many design disciplines under one roof and To me, what that sort of stood for is that it's a very entrepreneurial culture and the whole uh, ecosystem of the firm is really about growing it and bringing our services of design to as many different sort of organizations and facets uh, that are out there. You've worked with companies, individuals, and brands alike. So tell me about the process of innovating at Gensler, and how do you measure the success of your innovation work specific to designing spaces or otherwise? So something that's very exciting, and it's a strong belief at Gensler, is about our innovative diversity and our mission in terms of creating a better world through the power of design. And what I have found is that Innovation is very much relative. It's really about what is an organization's transformation and how they might define it. And just navigating the innovation frenzy that so many of our clients are dealing with, what we try to do is make sure that that vision is is clear. Um, We can help 
understand and track what is the future or the futures um, that they intend to inhabit in in the world, and what is it that we can do to help a, through a creative process get there. So a lot of what I find is metrics of success are when we're able to not only help an organization understand what that vision is, but also have a really incredible experience in the process of getting there. And for me, that process and when when the experience is rich is because it's been inclusive. It's been one in which there's many different aspects that have been able to to parlay in. There's just been a lot a lot more of interactivity. And I think that that's something that's really important as part of what we deliver. You yourself have spoken about this entrepreneurial spirit of Gensler itself, but there's another entrepreneurial aspect to your work. And that's the fact that you've been helping build out in the innovation practice at Gensler. So could you please tell me more about what that's been like and how you've gone about it? A lot of times in our projects, we are working with clients and they're revealing a lot about what they're intending to understand better or how they want their culture to evolve or what methodology or process they want to instill across the organization. And in those conversations, if we've started them from a perspective of how do we design a space as a platform for those types of changes, We've obviously gotten engaged in the deeper conversation about what it is that they do and how do they do it. And so it was really natural. It's kind of part of the the Gensler ecosystem is as our clients naturally bring us to these new places that we would be there for them because we have such a strong client relationship. And so I started to do this type of work and really started to understand how it was very much part of the industry of doing innovation consulting. And we didn't have that capability. Uh, It was sort of maybe embedded within a group of people, a collective across the firm, but not necessarily in a formalized way. So I built it. I built that. And we've been really, really exciting in terms of scaling that and really developing it as a differentiated service. And as you continue to scale this, what are some skill sets or features that you look for in potential people that you hire and bring onto the team as you expand the innovation practice? So there's a few characteristics that I think really stand out in terms of the team that we have and as we grow the team uh, who who we're looking for. I think there's a a natural creativity and really a co-creativity that is ingrained in all of us. We are always working in a way that is very much with the client, with our, with organizations and making sure that there's a kind of co-learning and co-creative aspect to the work that we do. It's very highly collaborative. I think something else that's really distinct that we are always bringing to the conversation is just bringing more humanity into the innovation conversation. And one thing that we make sure to be is candid, but also inclusive. And I think that in combination, that's something that just is very distinct. And we want to make sure that all of our colleagues have that innate ability to both care for the client and the the journey that they're going through, but also challenge them and help them get to that new place. 
And then in the recent or not so recent turn of events, the pandemic amplified and brought to the forefront this notion that our spaces define our living, they define our productivity, happiness, and of course, innovation. So how has that changed your practice and the way that you innovate for your clients? With all of the disruption that's happened in the past six months, we've never really experienced so many changes at once. It's with all of that uncertainty, it's been interesting to see how organizations have handled it and who has really leaned into the opportunity that this kind of radical transformation that we're all going through, um, who has leaned into it and taken this time to step back to really rethink what it is that we're doing and how we do it, to take that that moment to really established, is there a better way? And can we think about very specifically around culture? And what is it that is the culture that we want to have when we do sort of, quote unquote, come back to normal? I think that the level of conversation around humanity has been really exciting. And we've been incorporating that into all of our projects, just understanding who people are, um, where they're coming from, what their situation is, so that we can build the new conditions for innovation to take place in the most successful and fruitful way. Um, So I think that there's just been a lot of opportunity to sort of take a step back and, and rethink what it is that we are doing and why we're doing it and making sure that we're really holistic in thinking about what it is that we're proposing for the future. And when you think about digital transformations that have inevitably occurred, um, in addition to other technological innovations, how do you think that the digital innovation has affected architecture and spatial design and innovation in your industry in that sense? A huge part of what we've been incorporating in all of our projects is just understanding what the hybrid experience is of innovation, knowing that there are so many factors and so many different dimensions of what is making our space. A big part of what we've been looking at specifically is what is the virtual side of culture and how do we make sure that even though we might be in a more two-dimensional kind of environment, we still want to leverage all of the tools and the the tactics that we use when we are in a three-dimensional environment. And so it's been exciting to really sort of bridge bridge a lot of the, the gaps that we see between the virtual and the physical and imagine what it is when those two worlds are coming together and you're leveraging them for what they're good for. Um, And within that, we want to make sure that inclusivity continues to be a part of what our goal is. So a lot of projects we're doing is just making sure that we're mindful of what are the different situations that people are in and how do we allow for them to participate in the best way possible because innovation is a it's a hard game to play. And so we want to make sure that they're able to bring their best selves to the conversation. So then let's talk about inclusivity in your own life and on your own career trajectory. Uh, Notoriously, the innovation industries have the lowest numbers as far as women in leadership and people of color in leadership. What has the experience been like for you and how have you maneuvered it to continuously rise to the top? I think a big part of what I have experienced has been 
to be in the company of many other women who are also in the field. Uh, Gensler has always been a really great place for me in terms of seeing so many women in leadership, having a really incredible community of practitioners and just, you know, women who are in leadership positions. And that has been always very inspiring to me as I've been been at the firm for, for 14 years. I think what's the most exciting dimension that has been part of the evolution of the innovation industry and the field is the nature of bringing inclusivity into the conversation. A lot of the work that we've been doing and the way that we're practicing this work really values the participation and the point of view of many so that they're empowered to be a part of articulating what that future wants to be and that's that diversity of perspective is really important to doing great work. You mentioned at the beginning that you've been very lucky to be surrounded by a lot of women at Gensler. And I think that's a very unique experience that a majority of women don't have. So I'd love to hear more about that. What does the leadership team look like at Gensler and what's the experience been like for you? Yeah, it's been uh, amazing to just be a part of a firm. I've been at Gensler for 14 years now and and having a co-CEO who is really representative of, you know, someone I can relate to. She has a background in architecture and experience and background in business. These are all things that just show that there's not only there's diversity on so many levels and and that's philosophy and the fact that there's co-leadership. The co-leadership model is a really exciting and interesting aspect. It's been noted as kind of key to our own innovation practice that there's more than one person who can kind of call decisions and, and really spearhead and champion what it is that we believe in. And I find that very inspiring. And, and I see that philosophy kind of taking place at all levels. And so that has always been a big part of the culture at Gensler and and a big part of my understanding of that there is that possibility and there's uh, who is at the table is there's a lot of different voices. And do you think that that's been able to happen because Gensler prioritized that? Or how do you think that Gensler has instilled that kind of culture at the board level, at the CEO level, and across all levels? One of the values that we hold very strong that I have a personal connection to is one where we believe in the power of our people and their innovative diversity to create a better world. And I think that there's something very exciting and open-minded about where great ideas can come from, who can have a seat at the table in terms of building out those ideas and and how we build trust with organizations to have the relationships that we have so that we can bring them along on the journey of you know developing a new innovation platform for themselves and i feel like throughout my career at gensler there's always been that opportunity space to to bring new ideas to to our clients and to bring new services to them there's been so many of my colleagues who have done the same and it has all been in pursuit of their own passion and pursuit of their own strengths and knowing what it is that our clients are looking for. And so that openness, that open innovation ecosystem that I feel like the firm has created, there's so many people that are female leaders that have really shown that that is possible. And so that 
just opens a door for me to do the same. And you are, of course, an innovation leader yourself. So what is a challenge that you feel like you faced both as an innovation leader and as a woman in the space? Something that I've been very interested in and have found to be a key secret to success, if you will, is understanding and really facilitating innovation adoption. As a leader of delivering this practice, I find that there's something very important about building a culture around the ideas and making it so incredible that people really do want to connect with it, engage with it, um, watch it, see it grow, see it succeed. And I feel like the greatest challenge that I have as an innovation leader is making sure that an idea, especially as disruptive as the ones that we tend to bring to the table, um, people can see themselves in that idea and they can imagine what that idea is going to bring to them in the future. And so making sure that people feel safe and excited to adopt this idea, I feel like that's key to the role of being a leader in this is helping helping employees and leaders all feel that this is something that they want to rally around and and giving them the path to be able to do that. So could you give some examples of working together with other clients or companies where you've really made that innovation happen and how you went about doing it? We've been working with some incredible women leaders in the innovation field. And a big part of what we see, what we're accomplishing for them is really designing a platform for their leadership. One example is where a client, there's actually multiple women that are all heads of research and development and, and their field is very much dominated by science, science kind of rules. And what they've brought to the table is a different point of view that that is much more customer-centric. And their curiosity in terms of what the consumer thinks is really fascinating and inspired us to build a platform where they can have that closer proximity and engagement model and find ways that there can be a stronger influence into the R&D process while still safeguarding what that science and how that science needs to take place. And this is really exciting because it shows that what we're able to do is build upon the leadership vision that they have, but really make it concrete and find a way to navigate the things that might prevent them from really being able to accomplish that vision. In another situation, we have been redesigning the office or the kind of home base for for leadership, and it's uh, specifically within the field of tech. And I've worked for maybe two or three different instances where they were really incredible female leaders. And what I found really exciting and also just extremely inspiring was their repositioning of what leadership looks like and making sure that with that, there comes a culture and an environment that speaks to what that new culture is all about. And it's not only the space that they created, but it's how people are engaged, who is invited to that space, uh, what it is that the space represents, um, and the boldness that they have can come across while still being inclusive. So really understanding what it is that their leadership point of view is, and then making sure that 
that comes through in not only the ways that it's represented, but the way that it acts. So it's, it's absolutely this kind of walking the talk model that we find ourselves drawn to. And there are strong leaders that, that see not only their space as an extension of what that leadership point of view is, but also the behaviors and the culture that is kind of coming to life within it. And then do you have advice for anybody who's maybe just starting out in their career or maybe more ahead in their career of how they can integrate those same innovation practices within their companies, no matter how small or large? One of the most important things that is is critical to have as part of whether you're delivering this service or receiving it is to have a strong sense of purpose. Innovation is very much about who you are and and what what you're doing that's going to sort of disrupt your future. And having a strong sense of that allows you to take the risks and to take the the leaps that the leaps of faith that you need to have to be able to try out new things. And so when when someone is joining a journey that someone is already on or helping to facilitate one's journey, I think letting people know that there is there is a method, there is a way of doing it. And at the same time, you can also bring to it things that you feel are right for you and right for the situation and right for the context. So I feel like there's a lot of flexibility in that and and that flexibility is needed on both sides, knowing also that you're going to go through this journey together, you're going to be co-creative in that and that that learning that will take place throughout will be something that will be beneficial for all. And it will really support the kind of inclusivity that, that is necessary to make for a great result. So before I let you go today, I'd love to ask you an innovation question. We ask all of our guests, where do you see yourself and your industry in one month from now, one year from now and 10 years from now? Right now, I'm really excited about building upon the role that I have as an innovation leader within Gensler. One of the things that I'm very involved in is our research and innovation awards program, which I've recently repositioned as our accelerator. And I feel that within the month, (laughs) um, or at least in the next few, just really taking something and getting it to a next level where it really can affect our community and our collective in a bigger way. I see that opportunity space given just what's going on in the world as everyone's really hungry for that kind of change. And so I'm really excited about just pushing something that I've been working on to, to its next level. I think within the year it's, it'll be very interesting to see where we are in the world and what's happening. But I feel like personally, I I'm excited to be at a different point in my career and also understanding how that fits into a bigger part of my life and just understanding what is going on and knowing that I can just being more active in terms of understanding how all of these experiences, both at work and home and beyond, can interplay in wonderful ways. And I think in 10 years, I see a lot of impact happening. We've been doing so much work in this space 
over the past three to five years and my 14 years at Gensler, I really have seen so much change take place over that period of time. And so I can imagine with all the intention that we're putting towards bringing greater humanity into the field, having more of an inclusive process, I just can imagine that the impact of that work can be alive and strong and really showing the difference that we have intended to build. Thank you so much for being here today, Amanda, and sharing more about your own journey as well as your journey with Gensler. Thanks for listening to Win Win, brought to you by Win, Women in Innovation, and myself, Zoya Kozakal. If you enjoy this podcast, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and visit womenininnovation.co to learn more about our organization, programming, and other opportunities. And remember, when women innovate, we all win.